thank you for listening to Grown Eight Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown Eight Geeks. Grown Eight Geeks proudly presents Grrr, on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we'll be covering the Heisman Trophy, the most prestigious award in all of college football, as well as we're talking about the college championship game between Alabama Roll Tide versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. And then we'll also get to the NFL MVP, maybe cover some other awards time depending on it, but we'll see how things go, how things flow. Be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash geeks. Be sure to follow your QR codes to your respective sites of Facebook and YouTube. Now, to your NFL czar, as he's currently labeled, but That's covered by a QR code, and then the other Are guy. you serious? Yeah, it's covered by the QR code. Nobody knows fair. who you are. Formal <laughs> you, protest on that. You can try and move it to the other side, but I mean, I have the recording power. I'll just keep moving the QR code so it just keeps blocking when you want to talk smack. Just keep you somewhat that, acquaintance. That's you right now. Just talking. Salty. A little bit. It was a rough week. It was a rough week. But we'll get to that in the other show. So, the Heisman Trophy, as it is currently being recorded on ESPN, ABC, and all of its other subsidiaries, who are our eligible candidates this year? Well, the ones that have been invited is, of course, the number one pick in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. From Clemson. Mac Jones. Alabama. The quarterback from Alabama. Kyle Trask. Quarterback from Florida. And Devonta Smith. The stud wide receiver for Alabama. In fact, I'm logging in right now to ESPN. Which will kill the internet as per usual. Probably. So that's what you'll start saying. Yeah, at some point, but then I can just start ad-libbing. Like, That's fine. Yeah. Okay, they're just introducing everybody now, so. And then it's going to get to their family stories, how they came from a broken home, because ESPN's in love with that storyline for God knows what reason. For everybody. All right, so let's look at, do you want to look at the individual players, or do you just want to bust out with who you think is going to win? I'm going to bust and, out with who I think is going to win, and then we can break it down to the numbers. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. This is last year. He's been a stud quarterback for the last three years. I wish he could have been a one and done because he looked NFL ready from the get. But, you mm-hmm. know, college has to get theirs because we know how the NCAA does things. Yep. So I'm going with T-Law, even though he just got busted out of the playoffs. Got his got his doors blown off. Yeah. Can we, uh, can we just go ahead and eliminate Kyle Trask off the bat? Immediately. I don't know why he was invited over Fields, but that's another conversation well, for another day. Fields' numbers don't match up. So Trask blew him out in numbers, but yes. Fields is ready for the NFL. Kyle Trask led the SEC in passing yards. I'm still saying something. SEC is the number one division in all college football. I mean, period. It's been for yeah. like 
my entire lifetime. And he had a, a almost 70% completion rate. I mean, he he does deserve to be there, but we can agree that he's not in the top two. Yeah. And my, I would like it to eliminate Mac Jones as well. Get Mac good Jones numbers, should but be eliminated. with his weapons, he better be putting up numbers. That's the thing. He had a couple bad games, but my guy who I think is going to win is Devonta Smith, the wide receiver from Alabama. I think he takes it from Trevor Lawrence because we all remember what people say. What's your last game? Smith balled out his last game. He got the numbers for his last game. They yeah, were absurd. It, it was it was ridiculous, but no, I don't I didn't need his numbers because that wasn't even his best game and he balled in that one. His best game was LSU. He had like 231 yards received. Which is absurd. His worst game, his worst game was the first game of the season, but that's when Waddle was still playing. Yeah, so that's taking away some of his targets, some of his yards, because Waddle is a stud wide wide receiver too. And you still had Najee Harris back there, so he only had like 22 yards reception, but they blew the shit out. They didn't really need him. But the minute Waddle went down, he established himself as the number one receiver. Not even like sort of the number one receiver. Nah, it was the number one receiver. He tied Jamar Chase's uh, touchdown receptions at 20 touchdowns this year from last year. And we know how good Jamar Chase was. Yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be like a top 10 pick this year. Yeah, Jamar Chase was – you can't argue that he wasn't the best receiver last year. No, he was the best receiver. That was it. And you can't say he wasn't wasn't the number one go-to guy on LSU. How many – Go ahead. You can argue that until Waddle got hurt, Devontae Smith was number two. Mm-hmm. Easily, and he still put up twenty touchdowns. Because, like, how many players get to sit out for a full year and have their draft stock still be top ten? Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase, he's that damn good. It would, I would have loved to see him and um, Smith go at it, but I'm an idiot. We'll see how it goes. What's up? A lot. I do have his last game. I'm an idiot. <sighs> well, you said it, not me. Well, where's nice? I can admit it. I know. Your, I know. You don't. You the one that can't. In the Rose Bowl against Notre Dame, who we always will say don't belong in any bowl games that are prime. Do you hear the stats on them? On who? Notre, Notre Dame? Dame. They don't belong. The last it's, seven years that they've been in the playoffs, Alabama. they always lose by fourteen points or more. That's what they're averaging. The last loss. time they played Alabama, it was the worst loss than what they had this time. <laughs> Bama blew the doors off them, and then they played like their second and third stringers. And then mm-hmm. they were still beating the brakes off them. Like, we don't have anybody left. We're trying to be nice. So let's go with his Rose Bowl numbers. First, he was a Rose Bowl MVP. By night and day. Seven receptions. Okay. Good numbers. 125 yards. So he's averaging over 15 yards of reception, at and least. Three touch- and three touchdowns. So almost half his catches were touchdowns. <laughs> Pretty damn good. Now, let's look at your pick, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, he had in a bad the Sugar game. Bowl, in the Sugar Bowl loss. I wouldn't even say he had a bad game. I just think they were ill-prepared. I actually think they looked past Ohio State, and they were looking at Alabama. I don't think they were ready for this. It's... I don't – what I want to say is Ohio State is a better rested team. And then on top of that, Sweeney gave them 
the bulletin board material of the year. Saying, hey, oh, yeah. I thought you guys were the 11th best team in the country. I don't know why you're playing us in the semifinals. There's no reason for you to be here. And then that's, that's what happened was what happened. So they let's, let's, let's go over. Let's go with Sunshine's stats. Sunshine. Was, I knew it. He you have to do it. You have to. He was 33 of 48. First of all, no quarterback should throw 50 times a game. You lose when your quarterback throws 50 times. When you Yeah, if you got to throw that much, you lose it. He had 400 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Did so he, he also a, fumble the ball twice? He had. I said I wasn't gonna mention that. I was just going by his quarterback stat line, not his. Oh shit! I turned it over three, four times this game. Yeah, because he got whacked. Ohio State's D line looked ready for him. Like they're two D tackles. Well, they look NFL we, ready. I can actually say that. I actually think Clemson was overrated this year. This team wasn't as bad, wasn't as good as the team last year. The offensive line or defense line was nowhere near as good. Because they had this year. what four first rounders between the O line and D line last year go we, in. We took we took one of them. Yeah, you took a corner, Terrell. Yeah, so, so there you go. And Terrell established himself in the second half of the year as one of the better corners out there. And it was L. Jarius Sneed, the cornerback for the Saints. I was trying to mention last week whose name I forgot. So they they lost. A lot, and I just don't think they were ready for the pounding that Ohio State got. Yeah, Ohio State didn't have Master Teague, which I think is a great name for a child. Master, Master Teague. Teague. It'd be better if his last name was Chief, but I will settle for Master Teague. What? I had to make a video game reference. I don't. I don't apologize for that. But they do have. Hold on. Let me get his name because I don't want to be wrong. When they played, they had uh, from Marietta, Georgia, right up the street from me, Trey Sermon, who took over from Master T. We'll talk about him later because he was beasty. Yeah, he beasted. I actually watched that game because you kept messaging me about the first game. I didn't watch the first game. I, I didn't watch the Alabama game. But then as soon as I look at, I think it was about halftime, I mm-hmm. saw the beating that Ohio State was putting in clubs. I'm like, okay, what what the hell is happening here? Why, why is this a thing? And then the second half was not much better. It just showed the night and day difference between what Fields was doing versus what Lawrence was doing, which is going to be putting NFL analysts and GMs just, they're pulling their hair out now. And can I just say, I want to say a big shut up to Kirby Smart for letting Justin Fields go and sticking with Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, the quarterback who got picked after a kicker in the NFL draft. Yeah, Jake Fromm is playing for the Colts on the bench. He's taking him like in the fourth round. He got picked after a kicker. The next pick after the first kicker. But we had Justin Fields. Mm. Imagine where we'd be with Justin Fields. Playing we Alabama. Might not have lost, we might not have lost to Alabama multiple times. That is always a good game, though. So, I mean, it would have made a difference, clearly. We've seen what difference he can make on a good but, squad. I'm so. sorry. That's that's my that's my one and a half because that was just fucking ridiculous. All right. So you're saying, Trevor Lawrence, I'm going to stick with Devonta Smith. It is a good pick. I'm not saying anything otherwise. If if we go by by history, quarterback wins. get it. Yeah. Because it's, it's a quarterback award. Now, they need to um, – I forget – one of these analysts on the ESPN I was listening to said, you might as well rename the Heisman and the MVP for the NFL 
quarterback awards because that's all it is. You don't acknowledge anybody else no. who's been better than quarterbacks. There's a lot of them out there. Because I would say but, in the NFL, you probably could have given the award to Derrick Henry. Of course. Because, I mean, he's one of eight running backs all time with over 2,000 yards and eight We'll touchdowns. talk about all that. We'll talk about all that. Stop <sighs> We're on the Heisman right now. Stop it. We're on the Heisman. The pose. The pose of poses. So, looking at all the straw poles that are out there, Devonta Smith has 66 out of the fir- uh, first place votes. 66 out of 100? Or is it 100? Yeah. Like 120 or something. And you got over a half, so that's all it takes. No, yeah, that'll be that's a wrap. ESPN could just call it and be like, "Cool, but thanks for showing." We that. already know how it. Some numbers have been, you know, skewed. I'm not even going to touch on that point. <laughs> that I know you would love to. I have seen your social media accounts pertaining Stop to it. that, so we're not gonna go down that road. There is some uh, tea for that one. So, of course, the only thing that we can hold back on Trevor Lawrence besides. The loss because I can't, I can't say it was a bad showing because he still played well. It's just playing. It's hard to win when you have to play from behind the whole game. Right when teams make you one dimensional, when they know what you're going to do, you can be like a revolutionary talent. But if they know what they're going to do, they can. They say, hey, still they're limit they're what seventeen you're doing. down. They're going to have to pass eight man coverage all day long. So you can't just do like, oh, we're going to do a draw here. We're going to do a dive there. It's like, no, I'm throwing the ball here, throwing the ball there. I throw the ball here. Oh, all three were incompletions. All right, we're punting. Yep. That's it. Yep. And that's basically what happened. So they just got beaten by Ryan Day. Showing Dave Sweeney beaten, what's up. They got beaten by a team. Yeah. So Ohio State that's took it personally, and that's, what I, that's all it takes. We were saying the same thing. Ohio State, who have y'all played this year? Nothing. Nobody. Six games. Nobody. It doesn't count. Like they technically should not be there by most metrics, been, but because of COVID, this is where we are. It should have been Indiana versus Northwestern for the Big Ten title. That'd been it. Indiana Indiana was six and one. Northwestern was something to one. I don't know. I got that somewhere written down. Yeah. It's it's but. ridiculous, but at the same time, you have to show up to play. You can't just try and look past anybody on any skill level at any time. Because one of these teams is going to slap you across the face, knock you on your butt, and be like, do something. I'm By telling you, late. Clemson looked past Ohio State. They did. Because they had the same level of talent on each roster. It's like top to bottom. They're all NFL-ready players, top to bottom. Because even though Bama smacked the shit out of Notre Dame, Nick Saban wasn't looking past Notre Dame. Saban would never like, do that. Saban like, we're not worried. We're not worried about this next game. We're worried about this game and establishing our dominance. And speaking of dominance, Najee Harris, the second round pick of the Atlanta Falcons, I called it just now. He's going in the first round now. Shut up! Don't do that. <laughs> He's going in the first. Can After we, that t- hurdle, that's what ooh, I'm talking about. Can we talk about that? That big boy should not be able to get up like that. He, that the cornerback was five ten, and he cleared him and picked up thirty more yards. Like. Full stride. I was like, Najee Harris is 6'3, 245. And he just jumped over a 5'10 man who was barely crouching. He literally was like, "Eh." and I was like, because when he did, I said, okay, he about to get hit. How did he land? How is he still running? Oh my God. First round. He did that. Yeah, he's going first round. He's going to end up sliding to the bottom of that first, but he'll still be there for a team that needs him. Pittsburgh. But, you know, they. 
Pittsburgh got running backs. Stop that. They have crappy running backs. Have you not seen how bad their running game's been all year? No, they don't. Connor is a good running back. Connor's just been hurt. He's been hurt. Look, don't he's going like 35th to the Falcons. He's going before the 30th pick. Easy. Let me let me see when my Falcons pick in the second round. You guys pick 36. So they he's going 36. Yeah, I said that. No, the, we pick 35. Oh, yeah, you have the third overall pick? We have the fourth. But there's 32 I'm looking, picks. I'm looking at it right now. Really? It says fourth, 35, 68, 99, 132, and 163. We're not going to end up with all those. We're going to get Najee Harris with our second pick. Negative Ghost Rider. Why? I'm just here to ruin dreams. That's that's what I'm here for. I mean, I'm sure you'd love to have running back like that. Because we don't have one. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if the Patriots took him, but not in the, not that high in the first. No way. First ball. Running backs don't go that high. Do well. Saquon. Zeke. Oh, good shot. Good Gosh. shot. Don't apologize. He's a cowboy. He's got it coming. Saquon, first of all, Saquon's had he well, had a good career up until he got hurt. He had one good year, and then he had one shit year. That's not a career. It's two years. That's that's 50-50. What is Zeke doing? Brushing title four years straight. It wasn't no four years in a row. It was at least three. It wasn't. It three. That little Ewok was not doing that. He's putting up numbers. Signed his contract, and... Then they stopped. Coincidentally. It's like he got paid, and then he got lazy. Weird how that works. Does that happen to running backs all the time? No way. Literally always. That happened to most NFL players? Jadamian Clowney? Wow. Where did that come from? Bless me. Sorry. I I apologize. I heard that. All right. But without further ado, would you like to talk about your college championship game between your hated rival and the Buckeyes? First of all. This is not my college game. This is you are the game. college fan between us. Is that that's a fair true. assessment? That's that's true. So at the moment, January eleventh, eight p.m. Number one, Alabama. Number three, Ohio State. It didn't work out like a lot of people thought because we really thought it was going to be one against number two. Because I called it like week. We were like on week six of the NFL. It was like Bama versus Clemson. That's all. Yep, Bama first club. That's what it go ahead. You know what happened? Clemson didn't show up. So, all right. Well, let's know. This this is the fifth meeting all time for Alabama and Ohio State. Ohio State won the last meeting in the Sugar Bowl, 2015, 42 to 35. Good game. So, yeah, they was they was handling the, the tide. So, a uh, couple quick things about Bama, and we're just going to talk about this year with them. They're the first team to play 10 games in the SEC and go undefeated. Since this year, you could only have in-conference games. Yep. So for my Bulldogs, we couldn't beat up on the, the, the dance academy over <laughs> called Georgia Tech. You can couldn't call like a Division three school and be like, Man, hey, We couldn't beat up, up on Georgia Tech or Georgia Southern this year, so we had to play our full schedule just like they had to play a full 10-game uh, schedule. Fifth team to go undefeated. Undecided. Usually they end up winning the title. They won all of their regular season games by 15 or more points. This could be one of Saban's most talented squads. 
And they had one of the hardest schedules at the beginning of the season. And then they just eviscerated everybody. You know, we go by the rankings. I'm going by the rankings at the time that they were played by Bama and Ohio State. We're not going by their rankings now. Some have risen. Some have fallen. They played Texas A&M. They were 13th ranked at the time. We know they're fifth now. They beat them by 28. Sure, Fisher loves that. Just so you know, Texas A&M won their bowl game against the 13th ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. Didn't they win by a touchdown in that game? Uh, They won 42 to 27. That ain't no touchdown, homie. That's a 15. That's a two touchdown (laughs) game. Now, it was close until the fourth quarter, and the size of Texas A&M wore down North Carolina. Big squads win big games. Which is why this Bama-Ohio State matchup is going to be good, because they both got size. They always do because their players always go to the next level. The next big test was against my Bulldogs, who at the time were ranked number three. Mm. They beat them by 17. Yeah. And it, it was actually a lot further than a lot bigger gap than that. We just scored late to make it look better. <laughs> it wouldn't keep. So it was like 24, and then you're just like, all right, this, I'm scoring. But we still, not a, not a pushover because we did beat the undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats. In a good game, according to you, because I did not watch that. I think that. that was one of the greatest games of this bowl season. Which isn't saying much, but yeah, I'll take it. It's undefeated team who we all thought should have been in the bowl championship series. Because like they the proved. two greatest college games I ever saw was the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl between Boise State and Oklahoma. Statue yes, of Liberty touchdown game. Was great. And that then was great. Texas versus USC in the championship game. That With was Vince nuts. Young. Vince Young. Vince Young. Yo, he went yeah. off. That was because they had no business one, winning that game. <laughs> if honestly, if you have a chance to watch it, it like during one of the rewatch, just sit back and watch the game. Okay. Now, mind you, take out that we're without a lot of starters. We we're missing like thirteen players. So the play will be a little scrappy for me time to time. So so what? We missing players next. You know, next man up. All that bullshit. We we were missing a lot of players, but oh well. Cincinnati came to play. We had to play. I wouldn't have been mad in Cincinnati one. I thought they should have been playing, you know, Clemson anyway. So yeah, they, they proved they, that were, they were a good team. So. They proved that they were a good team. Yeah. You went, you, they lost to the number four rank, you know, the fourth best SEC team. And I will say, since he's like unis, pretty fucking slick. Those black, all, those all, those all black, blacks. Those Ooh. all blacks are great. All right, back to this. Yeah. All right, at right. the time, the Iron Bowl, which is their heated rival. Auburn Tigers. No matter what their records are, no matter what their rankings are, it's always a slugfest. At the time, Auburn was ranked 22. We all know they were overrated at that time. Big time. They beat Auburn by damn near 30 points. <laughs> and they got Gus Malzahn kicked down the road. No, they didn't get Gus fired. Gus losing to Northwestern by like 20 points in the Citrus Bowl got him fired. Mm. I thought he was fired yes, before that's- bowl season. That's what got him. He actually lasted till bowl season. He sucks. He sucks. Because he had one good season with Cam, and everyone's like, oh, Gus Malzahn. Then at the time, they played the number seventh ranked Florida Gators, which was their biggest test. They only won by six, but of course, I make the statement regular season. That was in the SEC title game. That does not fall in my regular season category. (laughs) That's how I get around it. And of course, we all know Florida lost to Oklahoma. 
which I'm going to protest. Because? Again. Pitts didn't play? The, is that what you're going with? The Pitts didn't play. Their top three wide receivers didn't play, and most of their defense did not play. I would not that play is, in that game. That I would not care. That is not. The, uh, if they my draft stock said, set, I'm out. They actually said Florida could have opted out of this game because of all the people that were not playing. They had the <laughs> right to opt out of the game. I would have done it. Because most of their starters, like Georgia, we, we just deeper. But their starters are more impactful. So you take away his top four receiving threats. Trask is just like, uh, do I even Trask know who like, you are? What the hell? Who am I throwing to? So, But they lost it. You know, you lose, you lose. I, like, I, I mean, hate, I hate Florida. Good job, they lost. Fuck Florida. You don't want to do so, the whole Gator. No. Okay. Cool. You don't like the swamp. Smack the shit out of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop it. All right. So, and finally, about Bama, they're five and one in college football playoff games. Their only loss was to the sure. team they're going against. <laughs> about to kick the air. Well, I'm correct. Five and two because they did lose Clemson that one. I was gonna say it's like it better be Clemson, but yeah. For no, they, they did. Um. So let's go. Players to watch for Alabama. Of course, the soon to be Heisman Trophy winner, Devonta Smith. Anything announced on that? Uh, nope. They're talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence and he proposed to his girlfriend on the field. Oh, who cares? Okay, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and about Devontae Smith, there's a rumor Waddle might be coming back for this game. So you just gave them their return, man. Yes, I, I was like, really? Why is he? Why? He's just <laughs> Why? ruining his draft stock. Like, no, if he has a crap game, that's it. Or he raises it, so he's, he's done. He's right now low first round pick. For he, a team he's fallen? A wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They don't know if it, it's his injury. They don't know if he's going to be healed or not. But if he goes out and plays – doesn't matter how bad he plays. If he plays, that shows he's healed. I'm just going to put this out there now before we even get to the game. Sean Wade looks like shit. He's going to be burnt toast all day. Because Clemson's receivers were destroying him. I didn't even know who their number one was until it was like, oh, they picked on Wade. Oh, they picked on Wade. Oh, they picked on Wade again. It's like, if you're a number one corner, you shouldn't be burnt four plays in a row. Everybody. When you know they're throwing the ball. And he had safety help for the last one because the coach was like, dude, what the hell are you doing out there? He might not go in the top 15 now. Oh, he wasn't going to go in the top 15, but he's not going in the first hey, round now. He's out. Somebody was going to reach for him. Somebody, we, we know trades are happening. Somebody was going to reach up and try to get him. But Like he could fall to right. Kansas City, but like that's at the bottom of the first. There, The other player I think we got to watch is your guy, Patrick Sertan, because I know how you like him. Mm-hmm. His daddy's heritage. I saw his he's dad the, play in Miami all the time, and he was killing us the, in the NFL. At the moment, at the moment, right now, he's the tenth ranked defensive player. That's fair. That's fair. It's not bad for a cornerback because he didn't have his best year. He still performed, but everyone expected oh, he more. Had a, oh no, he had a solid year, but his year before was better. Yes, he he only allowed eighteen completions on forty three throws, which is amazing. Four hundred and sixty snaps. He was thrown to 43 times. So less than a tenth of the time he was on the field, quarterbacks wanted to try My numbers, because I'm decent at math, I'm not good, but I'm decent. He allowed one completion every 24 snaps. 
That's good. That is ridiculous. Because, like, you get, like, 60 offensive snaps a game. So, like, yep. one in every th- one in every three... Six, three or four. That's so it. Gets it. They try and throw at him. See what happens. And who, now, who is a better cornerback, Sertan or Wade? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. This game going to show you. It's going to be Sertan versus Fackrell would be who we want to talk about. But I mean... Yes. Wait, is right, it Kyler so, Fackrell? No, Kyler was a linebacker. I'm thinking of your your boy from uh, Farley, Caleb Farley. Sorry, Virginia Tech. Yes, yes. So uh, another guy, which this is going to shock you, their kicker. Wow. We're giving kickers love on our show now? I guess we're going to get kicked off the air. But 12 for 12, 12 for 12 on field goals. I'm That's mad. including a 53-yarder against the Dogs. Hmm. 73 for 73 on extra points. So basically, he's he, on the field. Those are automatic points. He cannot miss, basically, is what you're saying. You just jinxed him before the game. And now he's going to miss every kick and not get drafted. So it's going to be your fault. It's just it's, I don't care. This ain't Fansville. I don't care. I wear them the tight pants. Though. Well, you, you hate fans. Alabama, so. I do. So that and could be something I think better. I actually think the the, the players is going to really determine this game for Alabama is their offensive line. If they can protect your boy, Mac Jones. You always say it's my boy when it's like a white quarterback. <laughs> Why is that? I don't claim none of them. None of y'all. <laughs> Ridiculous. You claim Matt if, Ryan all the time. You're wearing his jersey in the background. Don't give that crap. Hey, hey, hey. Kill it by a little thing I'm doing right here. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not letting you get a fake tangent off. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I think if they it, it all is gonna depend on that that Ohio State defensive line, which takes which we talked about their linebacker. We'll get to him. Alabama's um, linebacker might decide this game. Maybe. Moses. But I think I think Ohio State's linebacker might be better. We'll talk about him later. All right, side note, this is Saban. He's going for his seventh title in 16 years. So basically he wins this. He could go down as the greatest college coach of all time. He'll be tied with Bear Bryant. Forget how fucking dominant Bear Bryant is. He never only talks and about him for whatever is, reason. He Don't forget he had one title at LSU. Then he went to Miami for some strange reason. And he came back to Bama, built them up, and started just running with it. Because Saban is so, the best college coach. Period. Right now. And Bama is going for his, his 16th title, second only to Yale with 18. Yeah. The, well, that was yeah. back in the day when all the prestige Prima Donalds was at Yale and nobody really had, you know, the dark skinned athletes. Ah. I didn't say that. That is historically accurate, though, because they they were not um, inclusive at the time. They were not inclusive, really not that inclusive now, but whatever. All right, so let's talk about Ohio State Buckeyes. I already know who you're going to highlight. Well, let's talk about how they didn't start until October 24th. Well, into the season for most of everybody out of there. So they could only schedule eight games. Oh, yeah. Didn't COVID wipe out two of their games? They lost two to COVID. So let's talk about their wins. And again, we're talking about at the time where they Ohio were ranked. State played them. This is where they were ranked. Penn State was the 18th ranked team. They had just lost. They were the number five ranked or something stupid 
which again, Notre Dame, Penn State overrated all the time. They were 18th ranked at the time. Ohio State beat the shit out of them. Like Penn three State touchdowns. Yeah, Penn State didn't have a bowl game this year, by the way, and they're unranked. And yet their coach is getting a lot of love in the NFL level for whatever reason. Don't know why. Number nine, Indiana, which is a good squad. Mm-hmm. Very good. Or we or we thought. Continue. They beat number nine, Indiana. This same number nine Indiana squad, I have to look to see if they had any missing players because that's the only way I can explain them losing to a four-win Ole Miss team by six points. I can explain it for you. Ole Miss, the bottom of the barrel. Well, not well, yeah, maybe the bottom of the barrel of the SEC. Um, you said the word that all I have to do is explain it. SEC okay. football. Is on a different echelon Dude. than the rest of college. Dude, they have four even your wins. bottom teams usually be top four. teams. They have four wins though, and they it wasn't like it was just a easy. Nah, they was fighting them boys out there scrap. Also, side note: while we're talking about your conference, Mike Leach went to your conference, and that ugly brawl that was Leach's team for yeah. no reason. I don't know why everyone was throwing hands. The game was over. Why? And he why? defended it. He defended him. Yeah, Leach does that, though. Leach does some weird stuff off the field. And he get, he's really quoting for weird crap. But anyway, back to your Ohio State pick and players. Still talk about Texas A&M, that little. That number four who kicked the dude in the shoulder and ran off. Bitch made. <sighs> Bitch made. I said it. You got on full pass, dude, and you kicked the man on the ground and then ran away. Weak move. Weak Bitch move. made. Period. I will give a shout out to that North Carolina player who ran into the scrum without his helmet, then got smart, put his helmet on. <laughs> he realized his mistake. Ah, he's oh, like, wait a minute. He's like, oh, and he was like, wait a minute, I'll be right back. <laughs> Get my helmet, put it on. And... No, rule number one, and if you're fighting in football, keep your helmet, put your helmet on. on. Put your helmet on. All right, back back to the game. Then they played number 14, Northwestern. Beat them. Last for the title, Big Ten title. It wasn't a blowout. It was pretty close. Northwestern is not a bad squad this year, though. Yeah, they beat Auburn 35-19, but we've already established Auburn is a shit school. This year they had a really, really bad showing, hey. especially. But they've been on the but downward this, trend for a while. It's not they like were, they just no, they fell were off. decent last year. They were decent last year. They weren't good. They were decent. This year it was just like, hey, we forgot what we're doing. COVID. So, and then of course they beat the then ranked number two. Clemson, the ACC champion Clemson Tigers in the Sugar Bowl. 49-28. It wasn't even that close. It was 100% dominance by Ohio State. From the start of the game to the end of the game. One of my one of my guys I talked to, um, Harold Smith, I've been trying to get him on the show. Hopefully he'll listen and realize I'm talking about him and his Clemson Tigers. He didn't want to talk to nobody. He's like, oh my God, what is this? Fight back. Okay, y'all looking like the Cowboys because he's a Cowboys fan too. So he, he, yeah, he was just having he's just having a bad whole year right now. <laughs> we want Cowboys fans on. Yes, but so he's exceptionally knowledgeable regardless of his team. His picks. his college football knowledge and his NFL knowledge is, I I listen to him. How about that? Mm, you listen to me though, so sometimes we nah kinda, we uh, when we have conversations, it's like okay. <laughs> who's gonna be? Who's gonna show more knowledge than the other guy? <laughs> we'll talk for days. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Let's talk about the players to watch for Ohio State. Of course, it's got to start with the quarterback, Justin Fields. And again, damn you, Kirby Smart. <laughs> All the bitterness. All the bitterness. Dude. Oh, Jake Fromm. This motherfucker. I was going to message you after the game about that. I was like, so how sorry are you watching Fields just light it up? I was like, ah, this I'm going to let this one had, ride. Jake Fromm had an average of 150 passing yards a game. Not my quarterback. <laughs> Why would you keep him? Yeah. Whatever. All right. Let's talk about his just his game versus Clemson. He had a 99 QBR, six touchdowns, one interception, 385 yards of passing with a 13.8 yard per average. <laughs> and that's not even oh, counting man. all the yards he had from running around. Because <laughs> he didn't put up another 40 that's yards rushing, so he had like over 400 yards no, of offense well, by himself. Had, uh, yeah. Yeah. We talk about his season. He only had seven games. We talk about why he wasn't in the Heisman. Where's my Heisman list? Why he wasn't in the Heisman talk. We'll just take – we won't take Kyle Trask because he set the – he was the SEC leader. We'll take Mac Jones. Mac Jones had 4, 000, over 4,000 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, four interceptions, and a 77% completion rate. Really okay? good. Okay. Justin Fields. Didn't have 2,000 yards passing. 73.4 completion. 21 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. He had more interceptions and less games. That's why he wasn't in the conversation for Heisman. So basically he's recouping for what it, when the season ends to the draft time, he's recouping his value with that right. game. Against that what, game. With an NFL-ready defense. That game solidified him as a top-two pick. Oh. If and I, listen, if he beats Bam and he goes out and have a solid, let's say, two fifty to three hundred yard passing, three touchdowns, maybe an interception with like a 78, 79 completion percentage, he might go number one. I'm saying three hundred yards total offense, three touchdowns, and he doesn't turn the ball over once. He's and let's not one. add in his rush. Let's not add in his rushing capability. Oh, I said total yards. So I'm oh, total that. yards. Yeah, easily total yards. I was. It, he's more dynamic than Lawrence at running. And Lawrence looked at the end of the game like he was trying to force things to be that just weren't there. He kept and Justin, running the and ball Justin as opposed to handing it off for no reason. And Justin is tough. You see that? You see that shot he took through his ribs? That was ridiculous. Because there's no padding. Right There's here no where he took a his shot, and it was a helmet people, directly to his ribs. People, he people got out for these. one play, started hollering on the sideline, oh, he and then told his man. coach, we're not going to lose. We're not. He The quote was, we're not losing this fucking game. And then yeah. he went back in, and, well, the rest was history. So, also, he did have 75 rushes, 316 yards, and five touchdowns. So, that's the dynamic I'm just talking about, about what he brings besides. Because he can't just be like, all right. Blitz the hell out of him because then he just rolls out and he's gone. Because then he'll run out. Oh, crap. Kind of like, like Joe Burrow. Burrow. But not, but not as Your boy Burrow. Wait, not you claim Burrow too. Arm. That's two of them. That's two white quarterbacks you claiming. Burrow got sold. Is it because he's from the South? He is. He got sold. I give it to him. <sighs> All, All right. right. And we'll talk, about the, yeah. we'll talk about the other – Two more guys that I think you should watch. Okay. They're running back. We talked about Trey Sermon from Marietta, Georgia, right over there. I'm on the Marys. Around you. He, I want you to listen to what he did this year. 
He broke Ohio State's single game rushing yards record. Didn't he put up over 300 that game? 314 yards. And that was versus Northwestern. I can't even do 314 in playing guess, Madden. Guess who had that record? Ezekiel Elliott? No. <laughs> who, who had it? Eddie George. Oh, Eddie. I forgot he was a Buckeye. Way back in the day. Because that was like was 20, 30 years ago. That's way back. So, yeah, he broke that. Now, the thing is, with Master T come back, because, again, he didn't play because of the COVID restrictions, is that going to help him because now he can rest, or is that going to break his momentum that he has built up? Because I have to know, carries. You know, does he go from, you know, being a four-down back to being just first two back? Or maybe just come in on third down. Flow of the game, was, you don't know. Ryan Day has a handful of weapons, though. Because if I was how, him, I would put one of them out wide, and I keep one in the backfield, or I put both in the backfield and just really screw with you. Because their wide receivers don't scare me. They don't. It feels makes them look good. Their tight ends balled out last game, so good for them. You can run a wishbone. <sighs> the wishbone don't work in college anymore. Uh, Power running game does not work. You know exactly what I'm saying. Don't give me no. the look. Quarterbacks win games in I, college. I beg to differ because when we had Todd, Todd Gurley, yeah, that, that was power like, running game. That was like we had Nick, 15 years ago. When we had Nick Chubb, he still didn't win. He still didn't win a title. Doesn't no matter. That power running game was serious. Didn't you lose to a team with really good quarterback? That's because we didn't have Justin Fields. <laughs> God damn it. So mad about that. All right. Here's your salt back. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. Put on my fries. Mm. Chick-fil-A. This guy, this guy, I think, is going to be – he's going to be the difference maker. And that's their linebacker, Pete Werner, the guy you were talking about earlier. The linebacker. He's great in coverage. He's a solid tackler. And he shut down Travis Etienne. Because Etienne looked like garbage. Etienne was his sole responsibility. Etienne's so stock is out of the first round right now. The question is, can he do that to Najee Harris? Oh, good luck. Good luck. Etienne was the higher rated back. He's a higher rated yeah. back, but I take Najee Harris over Etienne five days yep. out of five. <laughs> that's that's Second round, thirty-fifth pick. You can have Etienne. You're not no, no, Harris. no, play. Hey, play. You know Weren't what? Were you high thought... on Etienne and you took him at like sixteen? No, I gave him to y'all because you no, know, just no, because. no. I I so, say keep our Sony Michelle thing going. We're fine. We already got one Georgia back. You, we good. I'm saying. So that those are the players I think you should watch. Now let's talk about some matchups. That will be key to this game. Because my matchup is literally Smith versus Wade. Whoever wins that matchup, yep. you can win the game right there. Yep, if he just one puts on. Wade on an island, good Wade luck. Wade had a lot of people don't remember Wade had opted out this year because because Big Ten wasn't playing. And then he opted back in as soon as and then he, he opted back in up. once. Hey, oh, we playing? I'll be there. And he's ranked as the fourth best corner right now. So that's a fair. We'll set, see man, how thanks. Wade and Smith. I think Smith is going to torch the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. His draft stock is going to go down. So, yeah. 
So that's going to be my thing. Uh, also, go real quick. Justin Fields versus Bama's defensive coordinator. Is he going to be able to figure out how to slow him down? Hopefully. Not stop him. Not stop him. You don't have to stop him. You just have to slow him down so you can build a lead on him. And then make him one-dimensional. Hmm. Now we got Bama secondary versus Ohio State wide receivers. I think Bama secondary is going to win that matchup. Bama secondary has been elite for a long, long time. And, I, and then the last matchup I think we need to watch is the ribs of Justin Field versus any hit that comes his way. <laughs> Who's going to win that matchup? Because he's had at least a good week to heal up, so hopefully nothing too bad happens. He's still tender. You and I both know once you take a shot to an area that's not protected and playing football, it's, it's always it's a little sore for the season. It's not going to take – it's more than a week. Because you can <laughs> jam a finger at the start of the season. By the end of the season, that finger's still annoying you if you keep hitting it wrong. That's it. So – those are my matchups. Uh, side note for Ohio State, looking for their third title since 2002. Urban Meyer won the last one for them? Yep. Oh, Urban. What a – what a – he could have his own show about, like, all the teams he's coached, and I would probably watch. Like, ESPN did a 30 for 30 on that. I, I'd be interested to see how that would transpire. So, that's all I got. Anything else you want to add, sir? Um, no, we highlighted the matchups. I believe that Smith will be able to do what he needs to do to handle Wade. And then if Waddle plays on top of that, I don't think Ohio State's got another corner that's going to keep up with that. And Najee Harris will just wear down that linebacking core. But I would, for predictions, I'm taking Bamble by a touchdown. I just want to have something on record, see how it goes. You do not have to do so if you do not feel inclined. I'm going through the scenarios. All right, Doctor Strange. Actually, I would say I think Bama about 14. <laughs> well, tried and true till the end. We'll see how. Uh, no, I just that think that out. I just think that Bama wears them down. Like we said, their corners don't match up with their wide receivers. So we can pound with Najee Harris for a quarter and a half and then hit you over the top. Once some mistakes, he step up into the box. And we all know what happened when Bama gets a lead. They do not give it up. One thing Nick Saban can do is clock management. Kirby Smart. This was not supposed to be a Georgia Bulldogs rant, folks. This you are, They were not even supposed to be mentioned in the same breath, but you know how passionate you are about your college team, although you don't have anything up to celebrate them, so that's interesting. I got me a David Green Georgia jersey hanging up in my room. Don't think I don't. Hold on. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, boy. Here we go, folks. Without further... There you go. There's your dog's hat. Without, play with me. Without further ado, we're going to transition to the professionals. We're going to be talking about the league that everyone is all about. Who do you have closing out this season as MVP? It's not a Derrick trick. Henry. Derrick Henry. 
if it wasn't a quarterback league, I would be inclined to agree with you. Because Henry is only one of eight running backs all time to eclipse 2,000 yards. And he's only one of two running backs to get over 15 touchdowns in the same season. So that's pretty elite category, I would say. Derrick Henry. Who will be winning is this man, Aaron Rodgers. He finished with another solid game, and his momentum will carry him in, and everybody's everybody loves if him. We're, if we're going by what they meant to their team, the hell, what they mean to the league. Let's, Aaron Rodgers had almost 4,300 yards passing. Patrick okay. Mahomes had more. Less Josh touchdowns, Allen. worse completion percentage. Josh Allen had more. Josh Allen actually balled out once all the stats finished up. Once you put him in the unproven category. <laughs> he had one a great year. If he does it again next year, I will eat all the crow you want on that particular one. So, we looking at that. Okay. Now, he did. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers did have the highest uh, rating in the league this year. Most touchdowns in the league as well. Not mad at that. Scoring points. If we look at, if we look at what happens in the league, that right there, his numbers happen every year for quarterbacks. Every year. Do you right want to talk wrong. about a new stat, though? Right or wrong. Right or wrong. I got a stat That's to my... bust your myth. What? There's only two quarterbacks all time to throw for more than 45 touchdowns in a season. Peyton okay. Manning. And who's the other guy? It's not a trick question. Drew Brees. Wrong. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Elite so, company. Only two quarterbacks all okay. time. You want to know why he was able to do that? Do you want to know why he was able Devontae to do that? Devontae Adams. No. His offensive line. Who? His offensive line was allowing the second lowest pressure rate in the NFL. So he had all day to goddamn throw the ball. So you're gonna blame an offensive line for a quarterback? I'm not success. blaming. I'm not blaming the offensive line. I'm saying that's the that's why he was successful. What have we been talking about the entire season on what a quarterback needs to be successful? He needs a running game and an offensive line, and he's got both. MVP. Whose offensive line is better, Tennessee or Green Bay? Green Bay is healthier. Whose quarterback is better, Tennessee? Or Green Bay. No one's going to take Tennessee, so that's a silly question. So, if you know... Now, I'm not going to take anything against Ryan Tannehill. He had a solid year. Oh, yeah. But he does not instill fear in the defense. Never will. So, if I know for a fact that you have Derrick Henry in the backfield, and I'm putting eight in the box, and I still cannot stop him, you know who that reminds me of? Barry Sanders. You're gonna put Derrick Henry up there with Barry. As as far of as far as game plan, yes. Okay, I can I can run with game plan. That's not if, if ludicrously far fetched. If if you played the Detroit Lions with Barry Sanders, because that's all they had, they didn't have any wide. Receivers. I would put eleven in the box. Screw your receivers. And you and you still couldn't stop him. The man was like Jello. Derrick Henry needed what 240 yards of rushing in the last game of the season to hit 2,000 yards. He put up 250, and they planned to stop him because he had 35 touches to get that 250. 
with his three touchdowns to stop him and they had jj watts and he, they are well derrick henry is the reason they won that game because literally you did the run pass option exactly. everyone dove in and, to stop henry Tannehill just Tannehill runs free everyone was just like they're like the cameraman got juked out Tannehill ran that in for a touchdown really that's because the most valuable player is derrick henry because you, you talked about it's going to be a quarterback the, league but we all know Derrick Henry deserves it. I'm we, not taking that from about, you. You talked about the other players that ran for 2,000 yards. Right? The elite so of the elites. Other than got, Chris Johnson, all of them are Hall of Famers. No, no. Two of them are Hall of Famers. But Chris Johnson, and who's the other one? Jamal Lewis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no way. He's not going in. From my high school, as a matter of fact. Played for I the Baltimore him. Ravens. I knew him and his older brother. He was a class player, so that's yep. cool. Let's talk about the two quarterbacks who've only thrown for 45 touchdowns, right? Him and Peyton. Okay. We agree that this league is a quarterback-driven league. Yep, that's where the money is. That's why the quarterbacks are being rules, protected. All the rules are protecting the quarterbacks. So we're going to expect high, high quarterback numbers. Let's talk about these players that ran for 2,000 yards. Start with the first one, O.J. Simpson. <sighs> Knucklehead off the field, but on the field, he was balling. The one who owns the record for the most rushing yards in the season at 2,105. Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. The aforementioned Barry Sanders. Elite of the elite. Best running back ever. Terrell Davis. Yeah, he, had a, he had a great year. Well, he had a good the, like five-year stretch, six-year. He had a short career. Four, four years. He yeah. had a good four-year stretch, good year, seven-year career, I think. Yeah. That was the 98 Super Bowl team. They beat us in the Super Bowl. Because he played Elway and Terrell Davis, so sorry. They still had Shannon, too, didn't they? Yikes. Good luck. Then you have Jamal Lewis. Then you have your Chris Johnson, another Titan. Adrian Peterson. All dirt. And Derrick Henry. King Henry. Uh, so Peyton set the set the hit through forty five touchdown right. You do remember when that happened? That was it was broken like the very next year because I think Brady balled out right after him. Okay. Wait, no, Peyton Peyton has got the record because he's at fifty three. Brady has fifty two. Yeah, he Peyton beat Brady, and then Rogers finished with forty eight this year. Right. Because Tunyon had 11 saying? touchdowns, and Devontae Adams had 18, even though he only played 14 games, which is ludicrous. Let's, let's, look, let's look at Derrick Henry with his 2,027 rushing yards, averaging 5.4 yards per carry, 378 touches. Now, he's done this in back-to-back -back years with high touches. Yeah, rushing king, back-to-back. -back. How many fumbles do you think he had? I think he, he had one last week. That did happen. And that was a weird, weird hit. But I think yep. he had three fumbles all year. So, those chicken nuggets are good. Focus. Um, Focus on your King Henry, not your nuggets. 378 touches. Three fumbles. So, he 375 times out of 378. Ball security. Averaging five yards a carry. If that's not if if he doesn't have MVP numbers, you might just like we said, rename it the quarterback trophy. 
Yeah, because if it wasn't for the quarterback-driven league, he gets it. It'd be him or Devontae Adams. Those are your only two choices. I'm just saying, the gank is there. The numbers are there, but they're not going to give it to him. 25 of his rushes, what, 26, almost 26% of his rushes went for first downs. He was automatic. He needed a bruiser. You needed a speedster. You, you needed somebody to catch the ball in the backfield. That was him. If you take Adrian, if you take Derrick Henry off of the Titans, do they win five games? No. I have no idea who their backup is. Not even a remote clue. If you take Aaron Rodgers off the Packers, do they win five games? No. Look who they play. They play the Bears twice. And they play the they Lions play the twice. twice. And the Lions twice. You don't think they can squeak out five wins? No. Nah. Against the Lions? So you're just going to disrespect your boy from Georgia like that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> no respect for Matthew Stafford. He don't He don't play for Georgia no more. You graduate, you gone, homie. <sighs> I got you until you say your graduation after then. Bye. Unless they land on your Falcons, in which case you love them twice as much. Yep. Like Sony Michelle. Sorry, dude. You did. I don't like you no more. Because he plays with Patriots. He ain't a Bulldog. No. So. He was on the 7-9 and nine Patriots. Do you have a top five MVP list or did you just do your favorite person that I knew you was going to do? It's literally, it's a top three right now. That's it. Everyone else don't matter. I, I know who your third one is. Rodgers, Mahomes, and then King Henry. And Mahomes sat out the last week, so I think he's automatically out, which is unfortunate because he's still bald. He's still had a damn good year. I would say it's between Rodgers and Henry. I want to see Henry. I want to see Henry. I'm tired of all these quarterbacks winning. Give them their own trophy. Quarterback of the year, shove off with you. I don't want to deal with you. Oh, they just announced the Hall of Fame category for the NFL. Hold on. Let me go check on the uh, NFL finalists for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But did they announce the Heisman? It's been a full no, I'm, hour in. Hey, I'm hoping my 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 internet is <laughs> slow. I'm surprised it ain't sh- it ain't shut out yet. It's starting to get a little finicky here and there, but it's still holding. But any other final picks for MVP? Do you want to cover Coach of the Year while we're here? No, nah, I don't care about no coaches. We don't have one. Damn everybody else. You guys, Coach of the Year, Matt Lafleur did it again. Coach for the yeah, Packers. I will go with that. Nope, they haven't announced anything. They're in Louisiana right now, so. My God, ESPN is just dragging ass. Just come out and say it. Let's see. Let's look at the Hall of Fame. Who who do we say? We Let's see if anybody. Ha! He's there, like I said. God damn it. You said Welker's in? He's, is he one of the finals? No, shut up. Jared Allen. We agreed on him. Yeah, because you were torn on him at first, but then he came around. Yeah. Rondé Barber. Okay. I'm not arguing the defense, that. Defensive back. I'm not. Tony Baselli, we agreed on that one. Mm. Leroy Butler. Yeah. I might have to put him on a Packer squad if we ever do one since he made the Hall of Fame. The Alan Fanica, we agreed on him. He was a stud for the Steelers forever. Tory Holt, we was kind of going back and forth on him. I was not sold on Holt. You're saying they're Calvin, Calvin Johnson. You're saying finalists, these are not all just like who's going in. No, these are the, these are the people. These are, are the finalists. Okay. These are the finalists. Okay. Peyton. Uh, Calvin, John Lynch, Peyton Manning. Yep. Clay Matthews. Kind of figured that. Clay. Sam Mills. Yeah. All right. Cleveland. No, no. The daddy. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say the like daddy. what? Like not, he's not, he's a free not agent. The not the Packers. The daddy. Yeah. Uh, Sam Mills. We knew that. That's gonna be you know that's the heartfelt one. He's gonna get in. 
Didn't he just uh, pass? Uh, I think it's three years. Okay. So it's still recent enough. Yeah, it's recent. Uh, Richard Seymour, we agreed on him. Oh, Zach yeah. Thomas, we agreed on him. Reggie Wayne, I'm kind of shocked by that one. They give him too much love. And, of course, the guy we said was going, Charles Woodson. We you're not, you're not gonna no. Those are the fifteen finalists. Didn't you say Peanut Punch had to make it? He he. I don't think he, he's not making it yet. He got at least five more years. Once yeah. the technique gets patented. Yeah, but those are the finalists, and they'll vote for him, and they'll be enshrined on August eighth, two days before my birthday. It's my, oh, look it's, at that! It's my sister's birthday. It's on the eighth. So when's yours? The tenth. So you're a Leo. Yep, right on the brink. It's Leo and why. then another one. That's why we get along. Narcissistic together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Leo. I'm an Aries. Oh, that's like, where all your problems came from. We get along. That's like the best line to get along with. Not that I really care about science, but you know, I don't do anything do. to help me not stab somebody out. I mean, that, that's fair. That is fair. Anything other pressing that we need to get to before we wrap up and start on our next show? Nope. They're just going by, oh, <laughs> oh, Heisman Trophy. They're going by the fan vote winner was Devonta Smith. 437, 447 first place votes. Trevor Lawrence got 222. So he that's got dominated. That's just for the fans. Oh, yeah. So the experts will agree, too. I'm telling you. If the you, fans aren't going with Trevor Lawrence, then it's, yeah. All right. Devontae Smith last, for Heisman. It's the last game. He was balling out either game. way, but still, yeah. He reminded everyone how good he was. Ladies and gentlemen of Grony Geeks, be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash Geeks. Follow your QR codes. One to YouTube, which is probably where you found us. The other to Facebook. I'm Brent. This is our NFL czar, Tony, whose blocks is covered. and still upset about that. We are out.